0: The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Shady Rees Go to ShadyReyes.com. Use the code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarised sunglasses. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast. On the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Sunday, April the 16th, and we are here with a show uh, with all the picks for Monday, April the 17th across MLB. It is a three man show tonight, and first we will go to the hardest man, the hardest working man, in fact, on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Uh, from Houston, Texas, Mr. Moonaf Manji, Moonaf, how are you doing?
1: Doing well. I want to go ahead and be honest. I will be distracted during this episode because I have baseball and the NBA playoffs on. But uh, glad to be here with you boys. Uh, hopefully, we can find some more winners for the Monday schedule. Mel
0: Sunday night does tend to be sweat. Loads of other bets while you're recording night because yeah, there's definitely. often a golf sweat going on. I don't have a golf sweat. The football's finished. I'm all right actually. Um, I've got most things under control so I'll concentrate moving off on your behalf thank um, you and maybe I know um, our third wheel is also distracted and um, very much I need you to talk us through the tie-dye outfit Mr Dylan Rockford what's happening here <laughs> what's
2: going on boys Yeah, good to be with you uh Back in my heyday in college, I worked at a smoke shop. Uh, It was like a deadhead store. I don't know if you've heard across the (laughs) pond, the company called uh, Grateful Dead, and my the owner was the deadhead. So got a lot of tie dye apparel, but uh, not not a deadhead myself. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I know what deadheads are. I know what the Grateful Dead is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know it suits you. Me, I like it. You look very very smart. Um. Yeah, I've had a busy weekend anyway, so I, had, I didn't catch up on an awful lot of baseball. I was working last night at the casino, out at a wedding, as per usual. Um, I did. I mean, do you want to talk about the 25-1 uh, to 1 underdog double that I gave out on the Premier League Gambling Podcast? Do you want to talk about that now or later, Luna?
1: Um, Aston Villa and Bournemouth, oh, you how to, you do you, to how to you feel about that? Sorry? I felt great. I said, you've got to <laughs> tout it right now. I felt yeah, good.
0: I don't, I don't know. I, I it's interesting. Confirm.
1: You can confirm. confirm. that we, It was, yeah, before the matches got started. I, I'll tell you that much.
0: Yeah. Um. So if you do want to listen to the Premier League gambling podcast, uh, there's no better time. I threw out, yeah, Aston Villa were plus 260 to beat Newcastle. I mean, listen, by the way, I've just made this speech on the show. What kind of cold-blooded, like, Ice in the veins, slow your heartbeat down to 12 beats per minute, like an Ethiopian marathon runner tipster. Do I have to be to fade my own team when they've won five games in a row and give out Aston Villa at plus 360? And then I doubled them up with Bournemouth at plus 650. Uh, so two money line bets, doubled up with 25 to 1. Uh, so yeah, I was really excited about that. And the Grand National was yesterday, had the winner of that at 10 to 1 as well. Um, the, the big headline tonight is the. Uh, the end of my matchup with Captain Insano in the Fantasy League um, and I need a stolen base he's got me he's he's getting five points to my four points but we are 11 on stolen bases so I need Brandon Nimmo or Starling Marty I think are my live hopes here um, and Marty's been running so I need them to nick a bag against Oakland and then I can save face otherwise Captain Insano and rightly so uh, can rub my face in it so come on boys Uh, need your Mets to get running Dylan Uh, Monday we have a 14 or 13 game slate actually Um, usual Monday-ish problems we've got one TBD pitcher I've got a couple of games without lines Um, Texas who were playing in the Sunday night baseball game we don't have lines for um, the Mariners and the Brewers who were playing as we speak Tampa Tampa Bay are going to throw out a bullpen day so that's Mangling the lines a little bit, but we will try our level best um to give you some more winners. Our Lock Dog and Total show, Blake came on the show on Friday. Uh, myself and Noah and Blake did a show. It was loads of fun. Um, Graham Ashcraft of this parish um did the did the business as an underdog. Um, so yeah, that was a successful and fun show. So listen to that. Blake gave some really good fantasy advice as well. If you've got some late waiver wire pickups uh, for your Sunday night or your Monday morning waiver run. Uh, give that a listen back, and Blake will point you in the right direction. Uh, but tomorrow, right now, I get this wrong every year. Why is the uh, why is there an eleven ten a.m. first pitch in Boston, Moonaf?
1: I believe it's the Boston Marathon, Boston Marathon day. Yeah. Uh, ah. and also, yeah, I think they're also commemorating, um, or not commemorating, but uh, remembering. Um, uh, Boston strong. I think when they had the tragedy during the marathon, I believe yeah. uh, I think they also um, uh, paid tribute to that and, and remember those that were uh, lost. So uh, I think that's why they have the early start.
0: Okay, I didn't know that. Then I must have um, I was being confused that with another either a national holiday or something where there's generally an early start. So um, oh, that's good. I, I'm all for it. The so yeah, eleven ten early early start in Boston tomorrow is the LA Angels and the Boston Red Sox. Um and we've got a stud going for the Angels as well. Uh to mark uh, to mark the occasion Shohei Ohtani uh will pitch for the LA Angels and Brian Beo, my guy, is back. Uh myself and Noah picked uh, we in fact we drafted him in our TGFBI league. We stashed him on the IL and he's uh he's ready to go um tomorrow o- Ohtani and the Angels minus 150. Uh, Bello and the Red Sox are plus one twenty. totally is at nine and a half. And Dylan, you're going to lead us off with the Angels at the Red Sox.
2: Yeah, I'm going to back the Angels here on the road. Uh, I got a minus one forty five. I like them up to a minus one seventy five. That's how I favored them. Uh, I think you just got to back Otani here in this spot against Bello. He's making his first start of the season. And uh, the Red Sox have had the Angels number in this series. But, you know, I, I think Otani on the mound, he'll do a good job at limiting the contact with uh, against the Red Sox. He is 3-1 and one in his career versus the Red Sox. 235 ERA, just six runs given up in 23 innings, 22 strikeouts as well, as well. So I feel like at this price, it's very short. I feel like we got it back to Angels here instead of Bella, who, you know, he really hasn't proven anything, even Angels' first five minus a half, I think that's a good bet as well. So I'll take the Halos full game and I like him first five as well.
0: Yeah. It's, um, it's hard to know what we're going to get out of Bayo. And we do like him. See, we have drafted him and stashed him. I think he'd probably get a short start. He was going well in spring training. Um, and then just had a little bit of a setback. Uh, so so it'll be interesting to see what we get out of him. Uh, Oh, just gets no help from the angels. It's like they're trying to booby trap him every time they send him out there. Um, I think I gotta factor in some sort of positive angle on, on Brian Bellow here. So I've gone from first five under. I think Otarnik a deal. it's gonna it early in the morning, sluggish start, but a little bit chilly. Uh, and Brian Bell can keep it tight. Uh, you might get maybe four innings out of him. Um the game today finished Did it finished two to one, I think Boston turned him over. So yeah, something similar. Yeah. Um first five under. Uh, we'll ask Moon the same question. I'm going to ask you, Moon Though we've got our first commenter of the night now. Um, me and Baz had just finished the Premier League show, and we were fairly confident there was some. Must have been some big NBA stuff going on because there was nobody watching or in the YouTube. All the usual faces were gone, so we thought there must be some NBA stuff. Um, but and Barry's just asked about Moon grey beard. And I was going to go. It's minus eight hundred that Moonaf replies and blames me for stressing him out. And sure <laughs> enough, before before I even got to the end of the sentence, Moonaf's in there defending himself and pinning this on me. So, uh, hey, Moonaf, tell us about the angels and the Red Sox, and then tell us about your gray beard.
1: Yeah, I think you guys nailed it. Um, it's can you trust um, Bayo in his first start or not? For, yeah, first start this season, I should say. Um, he was really inconsistent I guess we could say is the word last season I mean he did make what uh, I want to say quite a few starts last season for the uh, for the Red Sox but they ended up losing his first seven starts last season I know it was back in July 6th from July 6th to about the end of August he made seven starts and the Red Sox lost every one of those loss and like you know Dylan mentioned Otani has been really good against the Red Sox I think I gotta back the uh, back the uh, Angels in this spot with Otani on the mound for the uh, Angels. Um, I think the Bats will be able to get to Bayo here if they're able to stay patient at the plate. The Angels Bayo does give up the uh, the the walk, so I think that's where the way they can manufacture runs. But like Mal, you said. There is just something that the the Angels can't produce runs when Otani is pitching, at least. So sometimes it feels like that Otani has to bring in his own RBIs or, or drive in his own runs when he is on the mound for the Angels. So I'm going to go with the Angels as well. First five innings, I think that's a good look. Take it on the run line. As far as the... Um, to address the grey in the beard, I think it protrudes <laughs> a little more since I do have better lighting now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> these episodes,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, uh, the new ring light for your birthday—they can be quite unforgiving. Moon after the old ring lights, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, they—they're quite exposing. Um, so next up, uh, we have a six four Eastern. First pitch, the Cleveland Guardians at the Detroit Tigers. Hunter Gaddis will go for Cleveland in Erod Eduardo Rodriguez, lefty, goes for the Tigers. Cleveland minus 120 behind Gaddis. Uh, Erod rod and the Tigers are plus 100. And the total is set at A, Munaf. Um, Want to take a minus price about Hunter Gaddis?
1: <laughs> I can't. Uh, he's not been very good in his uh, couple starts here for the Cleveland Guardians. 0-1 with an 8.53 ERA. He's had two bad starts. He did have a good start against the A's, but it is the A's. Uh, in his last start, he did get blown up by the New York Yankees. And four of his last five career starts, not just this season, but for his career, he hasn't made it past the fourth inning and has allowed at least four earned runs in all four of those starts. Eduardo Rodriguez on the mound for the Tigers. Um, all three of his starts have been on the road so far this season. It will be will be his first start at home if they're able to get this game in. Uh, he has he did have a good start in his last start against the Blue Jays, where he did go six inning, allowed only one earned run. Um, in his career against the Guardians, he is 2-0 with a 4.05 ERA. Uh Guardians this season against left-handed uh pitching, our number 12 and batting average. I'm not sure if I can trust either pitcher here, Mal. Um, The weather is going to be a factor. I know they're still waiting to get this game started uh, between the Giants and the Tigers. It is supposed to be in the 30s with, I think, wind blowing in and possibly some um, rain or or flurry of uh, snow there. So I'd lean with the Tigers here. Um, But again, this weather is just kind of making me nervous uh, for both of these teams. So we'll see if it does get off. But I do lean with the Tigers if it does go off.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with you, Moon. if I had to go with the Tigers here. you I mean, you can't take Gannett's at minus 120. You just can't. He might win, but you can't bet him at that price. Um Erod, there's been enough positive signs, and I think even money is a fair price. Detroit, the happy Baez had an eventful weekend again. Um, I don't think we've touched on that since Thursday. He's been up to all sorts, but he's got himself back in the team and did a few bits and bumps for them last night. Um, so, yeah, Erod and the Tigers for me, Dylan. Yeah, I've been going back and
2: forth with this game because my numbers didn't make the Guardians a minus 150 favorite, but I I just, on principle, I can't back them uh, at that price. Even a minus 116, it seems tempting with the Guardians getting them at that number, but I can't do it. I can't pick any side, to be honest. He looked all... I just can't get that start against the Yankees out of my mind, to be honest. And Erod, he does have more positives, but... This is his first start at home. He's lost most of their games as well. Tigers, they've they've won three in a row, so tricky game. Uh, It is supposed to be very cold. Uh, I set my total at 7.8. We got winds blowing in as well, so for the show, I I guess I'd lean under, but other than that, I I can't bet any of these sides.
0: Okay. Um, I'll tell you about Shady Rays, and our friends at Shady Rays have got you covered from the sun to the slopes with their premium polarized shades. Customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays are an independent sunglasses company. Offer a world-class product, durable frames, extremely clear optics, and uh, the really great protection of um, lost and broken replacements will be replaced even on day one, no questions asked. Uh, so you can wear your Shady Rays with confidence. Um, if you don't love them, you can exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays exclusively for our listeners. Shady Rays has given out their best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarised sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Um, And don't forget the NBA challenge, um, our NBA playoff survivor challenge, completely free to enter. And the winner gets $250 cash and a $100 SGPN gift card exclusively on the SGP and app. 640 Eastern first pitch, the Tampa Bay Rays and the Cincinnati Reds. Um, it's Jalen Beaks who will be the opener, I reckon, the lefty for the Tampa Bay Rays. Hunter Green goes for the Cincinnati Reds, Tampa Bay minus 138, Cincinnati plus plus one ten. I have no total on this so far. So yeah, it looks like a bullpen day um here for the Rays. Uh, the last bullpen day, they did actually shut out Boston um, one day last week. The the Pens actually worked quite hard in this series um, against Toronto. They got a nice little lift tonight because Alec Manoa had a stinker. Um, Alec Manoa handed them uh, the win early on because they just they lost the first couple of games of the season and you thought, OK, let's just see how they react to it. And then they were kind of gifted it back tonight. So um, that, that was a positive thing from a Tampa point of view. Hunter Green for Cincinnati. Um, 14 innings he's pitched. He's been quite hitable. 17 hits, 18 runs, and he's walked six as well with 23 strikeouts. He's got three really similar lines. um, And in the three games they've played, they've lost 5-4, 5-4 and 5-2. He was at his best last time, his best performance of the season so far. And he's a little bit more settled at home. Uh, Cincinnati, you've been good at home, five and three, more than competitive. This is a good spot here, I think, for Cincinnati. Um, the bullpen days do worry me slightly. You just never really know what you're going to get. Like I say, they did shut out Boston last time, um, but I'm happy to take a punt with Cincinnati here. I think plus one ten behind Hunter Green um, is a is a fair price. So yeah, give me the dog. I'll take the Cincinnati Reds. Still in this at a home puppy for you. Uh, I actually have Taj B- Bradley going. Oh, have you got Taj Bradley going? Okay.
2: that That's who I handicapped, to be honest. So this it's kind of directed towards that way. But I do have the Rays here on the money line, minus 135, favoring them up to a minus 175. So Taj Bradley's had a decent first start at home against the Red Sox, five innings, three runs, given up eight Ks. And the Rays did get the win. I do like Hunter Green as well, Mal, but – the Reds, they've lost every start from Green, but he is a striking out a shitload of batters right now. So depending how his, uh, k how high his K-prop is, I'll maybe look at that as well. But I just think overall the Rays are the much better team, and at minus 135, I think that is a steal. So they did get back in the win column today, so I just got to roll with them. I'll take the Rays on the money line.
0: Moving after, did you
1: have uh, Bullpen D or, or um, Bradley, or were you, you, were you unsure? Um, yeah, it's still sort of undecided for me, but um yeah, I'm not sure if I can trust Hunter Green. I mean, you guys mentioned that he can strike out batters, but it's just the it's always the walks that get him into trouble, right? And I think that for a race team who I think are very patient at the plate, I think that they'll 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 be able to draw those walks and manufacture runs that way. They have lost all three of the starts that Hunter Green has made so far this season. Um the Pirates, the Phillies, and the uh, Rays—sorry, the uh, Braves—and um, all five, all three of those teams have scored at least five runs in all five of those, or, sorry, all three of those games. I'll probably look at a first five innings here, um, money line or run line for the Rays. I, I don't, I don't trust Hunter Green. I think he's making strides slowly, but the walks are just a huge concern for him. So I'm going to go with a better team here, especially like you know Dylan mentioned on, the, on a on a very cheap price here. I'll take the Rays.
0: I've missed your uh, tennis match eyes, Moonaf. It's been, it's been about six months since I've seen your tennis match eyes. He's just <laughs> sitting there, he's just pretending he's listening, and he can just see him going from screen to screen trying to see what's going on. Um, big fan of that, Munaf. uh 6-4 Eastern first pitch, the San Francisco Giants at the Miami Marlins. Um, Alex Wood, left-handed pitcher for the Giants. Jesus Nazardo left, he goes for Miami. The Giants plus 115. Miami are minus one thirty five. The total is set at eight. Uh Dylan, the Giants haven't managed to get their game underway tonight with Detroit. Um is this going to affect what happens in Miami tomorrow?
2: Yeah, it might, you know, getting to Miami might be a little concerning. And everyone, when they go down to Miami, they love to party. So that's an issue in itself. But uh, I do like the fish here at home. Uh, I got them at a minus 135. I made them a minus 140 favorite. Jesus Lazard has been fantastic this season. And, you know, I think he's catching the Giants at a good time. They've lost four of their last five. While uh, the Marlins, they've won four straight. They lost today, but they've been on a really uh, good path. They're playing good baseball. And they play they play better at home. And I just think they're the better team right now. They're hitting better than the Giants right now. So should be a low scoring game. You got two really good pictures in Alex Wood and Jesus Lazard. But I just trust the fish a little more in this spot at home. So I'll take them uh, as the
0: favorite. hundred uh, percent agree with you. I've been in on Lazardo I think I've taken him every time he's pitched. And I'll take him again tomorrow and again. This was before I knew the Giants were gonna have this travel issue as well. Um, and that just Moves the needle ever so slightly in Miami's favor as well. So I think Miami at minus 135 is a fair price for me, Munaf. Uh,
1: I think that Dylan Nelder, that Jesus Lazardo has just been so good so far for the Marlins. Uh, 2 0, 1.93 ERA. Uh, They've won all three of the games that he started so far this season. And Marlins have really turned it around um, facing left-handed batting this season. I think they were dead last in a lot of the metrics last season, like least the offensive metrics as far as left-handed pitching. But this season so far, I know it's so early on, but they're number eight in WRC plus um, team batting average. They're number four against left-handed pitching. Um, so I'm going to go with the Marlins here. I, li- I like the home puppy. And again, like you guys mentioned, it's going to be a difficult travel situation for uh, the Giants if they do get this a game in in Detroit. If not, they have to travel down to um, Miami there. So I'm going to go with the home team here.
0: Okay. Team ride on the Miami Marlins. We won't often get one of them on the fish this season. Uh, 7-10 Eastern first pitch is the Philadelphia Phillies at the Chicago White Sox, um, where Zach Wheeler goes for Philly. And Lance Lynn is on the hill for the White Sox. Philly are minus 150. The White Sox are plus 120, and the total is set at seven and a half. And um, Moonaf can tell us
1: all about this. Uh, Phillies and the White here with Zach Wheeler on the mound for the face part of this point zero two ER. He has had. Did have a good start against the Marlins. Uh, Wither has been decent on the road since he did join the Phillies 19 and 17 with a 3.80 ERA. Did face the White Sox, but that was back in 2019, where he did go seven innings, allowed only one earned run in that span. Lancelin takes a mound for the White Sox, who has been struggling early on for the South side. He is 0 1 with a 7.31 ERA. He's allowed at least three earned runs and two out of three starts this season within the first five innings. The White Sox have lost um, all three starts uh, from Lance Lynn this season. He hasn't faced the Phillies since the 2013 season, so nothing relevant there. I'm, I, I can't trust Lance Lynn or the White Sox team right now. They have lost four of their last six games. Uh, I'm going to go with the Phillies in this spot. I think I'm the, definitely the better starting pitcher here. Uh, Phillies line for me in this spot. i possibly look at a run line as well. Uh, Dylan, Philly at the White Sox.
2: Ooh, I know this probably won't be attractive bet, but I, I... – Honestly, I'd rather back the White Sox here at home than the Phillies. They just lost 13-0 the other day to the Reds. I know it's Lance Lim, but you know I thought he did pitch better against the Twins after that horrendous outing against the Giants. So the Phillies bats, they've kind of died down a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I just don't trust the White Sox either at home in what I think is a coin flip game. White Sox first five plus a half. Maybe sprinkle them as a home puppy. I lean over as well. I think both pitchers could give up runs. I set my total at 7.9. We do have 11 mile an hour winds blowing into right field as well. So lean over and uh, lean White Sox first five.
1: Um, but the,
2: yeah, the
0: Phillies got a three tonight. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say they put up eight in the first inning. So that, to be well, fair, well, yeah. that had a lot more to do with uh, Lewis Sessa, the Reds pitcher, just throwing the ball all yeah. over the fucking place rather than anything that Philadelphia did. Um, but I mean, this is this. These are the two teams that I feel least confident in handicapping. However. I don't have to handicap this game because I am on day five of my 14-day auto fade of the Chicago White Sox, which is three and one so far, by the way. <laughs> uh, three wins. although The White Sox are ahead tonight, but they've got plenty of time to blow that. So I might go three and two. Um, so yeah, Philly minus 150 might be a unit and a half play, uh, but I've got to fade the White Sox. I've got nine more days of it. Um, so that would be my pick. Next up, uh, we have a 7.40 Eastern... First pitch. Um and this is the odd one with no lines. It's the Texas Rangers at the Kansas City Royals. Um officially a TBD pitcher for Texas, although I think it's Jacob de Grom. So that's not gonna help with any lines. Um Jordan Lyles goes for Kansas. And obviously Texas play tonight as well. Um in the league, who are they playing tonight? Is it Houston again? In yeah, Sunday they are night Houston
1: baseball. Sunday night baseball, yeah.
0: Yeah. So a lack of lines here. However, um if it is DeGrom, and there's no reason to think it, it isn't, this doesn't take an awful lot of handicapping. Uh, DeGrom is 1-0 and with a 432 ERA. He's had two great starts following that initial wobbly one on opening day. He struck out nine and 11 hitters his last twice. His last start actually um, was against Kansas City when he struck out all those batters. All three of those starts have been at home. So this is his first road start for Texas. Um, however... I can't see a reason why it doesn't go well. Jordan Lyles has given up, what, eight hits, four earned runs, and two walks over six and one third pitched. Um, Texas won 8 5 against Casey um, last week, and Casey are 1 in 8 at home. Terrible home record to open the season for them. So this was all Texas run line. Um, one of those boring ones, but I couldn't get away from it. Um, Dylan, Jacob DeGrom, uh, your guy, run line tomorrow.
2: Uh yeah, probably. Uh I, no lines, but I do uh, I did handicap it as DeGrom and Lyles going. I made the Rangers a minus one seventy five, minus one and a half. I need a minus one oh five, flip it for the Royals, plus one seventy five on the money line, plus one and a half, plus one oh five. Made my total seven point nine. You know, I think the Rangers should take care of the Royals here on the road, you know. Maybe to get the odds down like Mal was saying, put them on the run line. Maybe Rangers first five minus a half. I think they're gonna have a tough time uh trying to score off the They are awful at home as well, like Mal mentioned. So, that's how I'd play this game, but yeah, it's either Rangers or pass for me.
0: Uh, moving off, could you find another way of dressing this one up?
1: No, I'd probably just go Rangers first five run line as well, if you want to throw that in. Uh, but I think these two pitchers matched up last week, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but, um, you know, Mal, like you mentioned, they did get the 8-5 victory, and that 1-8 speaks volumes to me for the Kansas City Royals at home. So, Got the better pitcher on the mound. I think that DeGrom's finding his form here a little bit as well. So uh, Rangers for me.
0: Um, Captain Insano has turned up. The one person that we didn't want to turn up has turned up in the chats. He's a little mini flex about his... He's claiming that he's the champ, which is a little bit early. Uh, Just... (laughs) Hold your fire, Captain Tin. He's also noticed your sly eyes, Rudolph. Um he said he's sneak peeking at Lakers Grizzlies. There's nothing sneaky about it. Rudolph. is just oh, watching no. Lakers Grizzlies. His lack of commitment to this show is quite astonishing. Uh he's yeah. just blatantly <laughs> out there watching it. So yeah, there's nothing sneaky about it. But um yeah, one stolen base, uh, Captain, um, and I will have you. So yeah, steady on. Seven forty-five Eastern first pitch, the Arizona Diamondbacks at the St. Louis Cardinals. Merrill Kelly draws the start for the D-backs and Jack Flaherty will go for the cards. Plus 150 on the Snakes. Minus 163 on the cards. Total the set at eight and a half. And Dylan Rockford has this one.
2: Yeah, I love the under 8.5 in this one. I made my total 7.6. Two solid pitchers going here, Merrill Kelly and Jack Flaherty. Uh, We also have 16-mile-an-hour winds blowing in from center field, so that should always help. But, uh, yeah, Merrill Kelly in his three starts, only five runs given up in 15 innings. Walks have been a little bit of a problem. He's given up four walks in each of his three starts, so maybe look towards a walk prop if it's set around one and a half. Uh, Flaherty, he's been even better, though. Three runs given up in 15 innings. All three starts for Kelly have gone under the number while Two of the three starts for Flaherty have gone under this number as well. Don't know why it's at eight and a half, especially with the win. Two good pitchers. Uh, I, I don't expect eight and a half to last much longer. So I'd jump on it. Uh, and that's probably one of my favorite plays of of tomorrow.
0: Uh, Dylan's got the weather dominated for this Monday card. Um, Munaf, how how did you feel about this one?
1: Yeah, two good pitchers like uh, Dylan mentioned there. The concern with Flaherty early on in the season was his walks. I mean, you took a look against the Jays. He walked seven batters against the breweries, came back and walked six batters. But he got it under control against the Rockies where he only allowed uh, one uh, walk to them. Uh, five and a third inning so far. Or he's gone five uh, innings in all three of his starts here. I would probably lean towards the under in this game. Uh, Merrill Kelly has been good as well, but it just hasn't translated uh, to wins for him. Um Take a look at his record 0-2 so far. I believe he yeah, had 2.93 ERA. He's also given up the walks as well, um, like Dylan mentioned there. So I look for a walk prop as well. I think he nailed it there. Uh, but I'm gonna, I'll am gonna, i go with Jack Flaherty here against the Diamondbacks.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Um, Merrill Kelly's really boring to handicap. He will go okay and lose It's what's going to happen. Um, the price is workable. I've got it down as minus um, 163. It's a little bit... Um, Slightly more prohibitive uh, than I would like to give out, so maybe a parlay piece, but if I can shop around in in finding minus one fifty, um, then that would be the pick for me. So yeah, um, nothing official, but Dylan's talked me into the under there as well. Uh, made a made a sound case uh, for the under eight and a half. Um, good game this one. Eight ten Eastern first pitch is the Toronto Blue Jays at the Houston Astros. Kevin Gorsman for the Blue Jays and Christian Javier for the Astros uh, tight on the books, minus minus one twenty Toronto, even money plus 100 uh, for Houston, a total set at eight, uh, Moonaf probably the best. Well, in fact, definitely the best pitching matchup on the card. So which way is it going?
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Um, Documentation, Kevin Gausman. He's also a great start here for the Jays. He's one and one with a one point three five ERA. In his last start, he went eight innings, allowed three earned runs to the Tigers. He did face the Astros last season, went seven innings. Only allowed uh, two earned runs, and he did strike out 10 Astros batters in that game. Krishna Javier gets a start for the Astros, 1-0 with a 4.24 ERA. He has allowed three or more earned runs in two of his three starts this season. He did struggle last season, um, or in his last start, where he allowed uh, four earned runs and six innings pitched. Javier pitched in 2021 against the Blue Jays, where he did allow five earned runs in just five and one-thirds innings pitched. The Astros are struggling a little bit early on at Maid Park in the juice box where they're just four and five, uh, pending obviously a Sunday night uh, baseball game. But they are also seven and two to the over at home this season. I think I like the Jays' bat to continue their success here. I like them on the money line. I'm back, Kevin Gossman here. I like their team total to go over as well. So I'm going to fade the hometown team in this spot. Um, Did you say over or under there, Muna, if you liked? Uh, over on the Jays' team total.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, it was the talk that caught my eye here because um, gosman I don't know. He's been all right, like, but he's hittable. hitable. Um, and against the Astros as well, I think they could both contribute here. This is this looked to me something like a five-four game. Um, as much as the two sort of named big-name pitchers, they both they both proved so far this year that you can kind of get to them. I like both of the lineups. Blue Jays did have a bit of a shock at the day but had put together a nice couple of wins against the the race before that. Uh, Jordan Alvarez just is so effortless. He hit one out last night or the night before. I think it was last night. Honestly, he looked like it was a third of his swing. It was just a little cricket shot, a little jab, and he just sailed into the seats. It was incredible. So, yeah, I like the over here. I just think there might be some runs. Eight was a little bit too low for me. Um, what did the Rockford line say on that total, Dylan? Yeah,
2: should be a good series, good matchup as well here. Uh, Gossman and Javier. Uh, I kind of lean towards the under eight and a half. You could still get eight and a half. So I made my line 7.6. But, uh, you know, Kevin Gossman hasn't allowed a run at, on the road this season. His, strike, uh, his strikeouts have really been up there as well 11, 7, and 7. He's going deep into games as well. And to mention what you were saying, he just hasn't been, I think his velocity is a little off as well. He's not pitching as hard as I think we're accustomed to him seeing. Um, um, yeah, and Javier, he's also pitched well at home. He had a little hiccup in his last outing, but I think we kind of see a lower-scoring game, maybe first five under. But depending on uh, Kevin Gossman's out prop and strikeout prop, probably look towards that to play the game. And just like you mentioned, uh, Mal, Orioles stormed right back. 4-3, guy hit a triple.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's wallop. Auto-fade is in full effect. Um, If they win that, I might not need the old sword vitality later on if we're celebrating. Um, self-care is cool and manly, and you can be proud of taking care of yourself, especially after a comeback win. 40% of men are affected by impotence at the age of 40. Nearly 70% of White Sox fans are affected at the age of 70. Uh So stop buying those dodgy little gas station blue pills that you hide in your sock to Sword Vitality will help increase your blood flow in ways that help you thrive as a man. It's time to become a Sword Vitality man if you aren't experiencing erections in the morning. Um, three main benefits are increased blood flow in ways that help you thrive as a man in the bedroom. Sword Vitality can help increase your stamina and you don't have to hide it. You can be proud of it. So unsheathe your sword. Visit swordvitality.com. Use the promo code SGPN. For a nice discount at the checkout. That's swordvitality.com. Promo code SGPN. Next up, 840 Eastern first pitch is the Pittsburgh Pirates at the Colorado Rockies. It's Dick Mountain Day. Uh Rich Hill lefty goes for Pittsburgh. Kyle Freeland lefty goes for Colorado. Plus 105 for Pittsburgh. Minus 125 for Colorado. Total is uh, predictably high, 10 and a half. Um Rich Hill. 0 3, 15 innings, 16 hits, 12 runs, 6 home runs he's given up as well. Bosh. Um, Kyle Freeland's gone really, really well. 2 and 0 with a 0.96 ERA. Richel's pitched exactly as we thought he would. He's hit the ball, he gives up loads of home runs. He has had five appearances in Colorado in his career 26 innings, 26 hits, and 21 earned runs. So nearly one run per inning. So I can be fairly confident in what to expect here. Um Kyle Freeland's pitched really, really well. Uh 10 12 and two thirds he's pitched at home so far this season, giving up 10 hits and only two earned runs. Both of those were on solo homers as well. I can trust Freeland. I can't believe these prices. I can't believe Hill is only plus one oh five. I don't know what Dylan's priced this up. I had I would have had Hill at Plus one thirty, plus one forty. I think Colorado are a great price. We do like picking them at home. And what a spot this is, man. Freeland v Hill, uh, minus one twenty five. Um, I love the Colorado Rockies here, Dylan. Um, how did you price this up?
2: Yeah, I agree 100%. I'm going to take a shot here with the Rockies here at home. I got them a minus 130. If you're saying that we could get minus 125s out there, I like that as well. I made them a minus 155 favorite. So, you know, we always talk about teams traveling to elevation after playing a game on the road. I think, I just think this could be a bad spot for the Bucos. You know, they're playing good baseball right now, but if i'm being honest i'm not a biggest believer in rich hill at all uh kyle freeland on the other hand he's pitching great he's given the rockies a lot of length and i just think this could be a good spot for them to get back into the win column i know they lost three four in a row so i think this could be a good spot for them bats break out a little and get get to rich hill so minus 125 i'm on the same side as you mal uh
1: moon Raf, there's no way you're taking rich hill is there I think Rich Hill is the Dallas Keuchel of this year. Like last year, where we were absolutely <laughs> like fading him. Um, and I think, like you mentioned, I mean, you mentioned the numbers, what he's done in Colorado. Um, Kyle Freeland has been really good. I, I see the price now all the way up to minus 140. I could still get behind that. Give me the Rockies' money line. Not much to uh, much more to add, what you guys mentioned.
0: Okay, love it. Easy. Uh, Easton first pitch, the Chicago Cubs at the Oakland Athletics. Hayden Wesneski. For the Cubs and Kyle Muller, left-handed pitcher for the Oakland A's. Minus 150 on the Cubbies, plus 120 on the A's. Total is set at eight. Uh Dylan, um, yeah, tricky one, this.
2: Yeah, very tricky. I ended up taking the Cubs here on the road. Uh, just gonna continue to fade the A's one and nine in their last ten games straight up and uh just two and six at home. I can't back them, even though I think Kyle Muller has pitched hasn't pitched all that poorly, excuse me, this season. So besides his last outing against the Orioles, I think he's done an all right job. He just can't get any run support. So I I trust the Cubs bats way more than the A's, who they're bottom five in every major category offensively. Cubs, they're fifth in batting average, ninth in slugging. Eventually, they're going to get to this bullpen. They have an over 10 ERA. They walked the Mets 17 times the other night. So (laughs) (laughs) I I just think eventually the Cubs are going to get to this bullpen. It's just an auto
0: fade. Uh, I'm going to take the Cubs here on the road. The, the highlights of that game against the Mets was when I watched sort of over breakfast or just yes. sitting in bed with my cup of coffee. And I wasn't really sure what was going on because I'd just woken up. I was a little bit dazed. I sort of did two or three times, had to run my eyes and sort of put the sort of rewind it back to the start. I was like, show me this again. Because yeah. Nimmo walked and then Marty. and But then it happened again. And I thought, if I just, is that a glitch? Like, But it wasn't a glitch. It just, no. They just kept doing the same shit every 10 minutes. Moon um, um, Oakland, Auckland, um, at home with the Cubs.
1: Yeah, I think the only one pitcher that you can really back if you want to back Oakland A's during the season is Kyle Muller, but it has to be within the first five innings because what Dylan just said, that this bullpen has just been atrocious for the Oakland A's. So I'll take a shot here with the uh, with the A's in the first five innings money line. I'm going to back Kyle Muller here. I, I think that by far he is the best starting pitcher, Um it's just again, I don't trust that bullpen. Um, Cubs are in LA today, they'll be traveling to Oakland. It's not too far of a, of a travel spot because they are in the same state, but I, I like what I've seen from Kyle Muller. He's just had one bad start, he's been decent. Um, in Oakland, I'll take a stab at the A's in the first five inning money line. A little contrarian play there,
0: yeah. Well, I was with you, but um, again, this is where I need to learn, move off and school first five. I took Oakland outright. Um, plus 120 for the reasons you mentioned about Kyle Muller. And I thought Hayden Wesneski was hittable um, on the road last time in Cincinnati as well. Um, probably first five might be a more prudent play, but the Oakland put up quite a few runs at Baltimore. I watched them a couple of nights. at uh, a British friendly time last week and the bats aren't bad. So uh, Oakland are going to win some games. Uh, so let's see if they can't win this one plus 120. Next up, we have a we've got a TBD pitcher. This one is completely off the board at the moment. It's a 9:40 Eastern first pitch between the Atlanta Braves and the San Diego Padres. It's Atlanta that I don't see a picture for. We have Ryan Weathers going uh, for the Padres, the lefty. Um, nah. And other than that, I can't tell you anything else. Moonaf, can you shed any more light on this one at all?
1: No, I mean just Ryan Weathers. I uh, really didn't have any lines on this game. Uh, not even a starting pitcher for the Atlanta Braves. So, I mean, I really didn't handicap it, but Weathers has been off to a good start for the Padres. Um, I think we could mention that. Um, trying to pull up his numbers here. Exactly. I know he was uh, 1-0 with a 2.70 ERA. Has gone five innings in both games that he has uh, started for the Padres. Uh, one was against the Diamondbacks at home, and one was in New York against the Mets. Um and they've won both of the starts. Like I mentioned, he's been pretty good. Five innings in each of those starts. Total of uh, three runs allowed in both of those starts. Uh, just depending on who the pitcher is uh, for the Atlanta Braves, I couldn't give you much information, but I've, I'll say this. I like what I've seen from Ryan Weather so far.
0: All right. You would say I was the complete opposite, Moon. I, I might be talking to my pocket here, but I think I took the over, or maybe I locked the over when uh, Ryan Weathers pitched against the Mets last week. And what, he loaded the bases up in the first inning. Yeah. And they couldn't score any runs. And then there was either he left two on maybe in the second mm. and they couldn't get any over. And I was just thinking there's something gonna give for you. Um if he does that tomorrow, I'm not sure Atlanta will be as forgiving. Um but yeah, I can't add anything more to that other than I thought Weathers got really lucky last week. Um Dylan, that was the, the game against the Mets. Did you did you watch Weathers in that spot?
2: Yeah, of course. That's two games in a row where Mets get bases <laughs> loaded in the first inning and can't get a run to save their life. It's <laughs> um getting used to it. Uh but while you guys were talking, uh we did get lines up. Uh Braves minus one fifty. Uh Padres 8.5 is the total. Max Fried is going, and that's who I handicapped as well. He's okay. back. So yeah, uh, so my handicap, I needed uh plus one fifteen to take the Braves on the run line. I made my total 7.2. So now that we've seen eight and a halves pop up, kind of like the under here, you know. Uh he's been great in his career versus the Padres as well. The Braves are a much hotter team right now. They won seven of the last ten while Padres, they're up and down, kind of shaky, under five hundred at home. Not the biggest fan of we- uh, weathers as well. I think the po- uh, the bats of the Braves could get to them. I think this could be a bad spot for the Padres. So lean, maybe f- uh, it's a little chalky at minus one fifty, but uh, maybe first five Braves, and I do like the under.
0: Um, it must be half-time in the basketball or something, is it? Because a lot more faces have just appeared uh, in Here's the YouTube comments section. Uh, <laughs> TVDBJ is there. Good evening, sir. Welcome. Um, the penultimate game this evening is the 9-4 Eastern first pitch between the Milwaukee Brewers and the Seattle Mariners. Corbin Burns for the Brewers and Chris Flexen for Seattle. I've seen no lines on this at all. Dylan, no, everyone shaking their heads. Yeah, no um, lines for this. It's just, just because we've got games in running, do you think? The Sunday night games are still going. Um, possibly anyway. Corbin Burns, one and one, 519 ERA, has had two dodgy starts, but he did get his big bounce back. Um, at Arizona last time, eight scoreless innings. Um, Chris Flexen was bashed all over last time, that wasn't Wrigley Field, which is weird. And I'm kind of quite happy to put a line through his two home starts were fine. Um, and last year. He put up a 3.26 home ERA. I don't mind flexing. I I tend to... I don't know what it is. I'll often find myself siding with him. This could be close. Both teams are scoring runs. Uh, Seattle were finding a little bit of form. Um, Captain Insano said that um, Luis Castillo was midway through a perfect game um, about 20 minutes ago. I don't know if that's changed. This was really, really tricky... I think Flexen can hold up. Um, so I've gone for a first five under. I think Burns will settle in again. Uh, but if Flexen can hold up, yeah, under on the first five for me. But yeah, it's, it's a dodgy spot, Munaf. Could you work this one out?
1: Corbin Burns in his career against the American League is 8-1 and one with a 1.59 ERA. Nice style, um, Munaf. I think that he may have found his form here against or in his last start, like you mentioned, their mal. Um I just don't like what I've seen from Chris Flex and I know he j- the ERA is definitely inflated because of his last start against the Cubbies. Um but the uh, Mariners have lost all three of the starts that he has made so far this season. Depending on the line I would oh, I'd definitely do like the Brewers side, but it's just depends on what price that comes out at for Corbin Burns. Um, I would I would side with the Brewers here, especially with the history that Corbin Burns has against the American League. Okay,
0: the uh, start of the day there, moving off a little bit. Um, Dylan. Yeah, I got Burns going for the Brewers. Favored them,
2: minus 155, minus 1.5. I need a plus 115. Home puppy for the Mariners, plus 155, plus 1.5, minus 115. I agree kind of with you, Mal. I kind of like the under, maybe first five under. I set my full game at a 7.2. So depending on what the line opens up at, I'll probably be on the under in some shape or form. But, you know, I think Burns could – you know, build off after ha- build off to that start, you know, after having that good start against the Diamondbacks, which, you know, was also on the road. It makes me feel a little bit better now that he's going uh, to the Mariners on the road. Flexen just got smoked in his last start. Mariners, they're really not the best at home this season, and I-, I think the Brewers have the better bats. I trust their pitcher a little more. So heavy lean on the Brewers, depending on what the odds open up at. But I do agree on the under.
0: Nice. Uh, final game. uh, 10.10pm Eastern Time between the New York Mets and the LA Dodgers. The Mets plus 140 uh, behind lefty David Peterson. The Dodgers are minus 160 uh, with Dustin May going. The total is set at eight and a half. Dylan, your New York Mets. Any faith tomorrow?
2: Uh, To wait and see right now, Uh, I am leaning towards the Mets on the road. I think they're playing a little better baseball right now. I need a plus 155 to take them, and I think we could maybe get there come game time. You know, trust the Mets bats a little more right now than the Dodgers. I think they got going. Uh, Granted, I know it was against the Athletics, but uh, Dodgers, they've only scored four runs in their series against the Cubs. I think the Mets could get on base, maybe draw some walks, give some problems for May. So for the show, I'll uh, take the Mets' first five plus a half. Hopefully, towards game time, we get a plus 155. Then I'll find myself on the dog. But for right now, I'll take Mets' first five plus a half.
0: Okay, I I must admit that I don't really share your optimism here uh, for the Mets. It kind of, there was a weird series against Oakland. They got it done pretty, or the, the scores are pretty comfortable, but they did get quite a lot of help. Dustin um, May has been outstanding, probably one of the best pitchers so far on this season. I think Peterson's vulnerable as well. I've got this down as an earlier Dodgers run line. Um, so, completely um, contrary to what you said there. Dylan Munaf, can you split the tie here? Uh,
1: David Peterson's left handed pitcher, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I just want to make sure. Um, Dodgers have struggled so far this season against left handed pitching. They're actually dead last. As far as team batting average against left-handed pitching, they're also struggling uh, this afternoon against Drew Smiley of all pitchers, who is also a left-handed pitcher for the uh, Cubs right now against the Dodgers. They've only mustered one run through about six innings so far. So um, I think that kind of continues here. I do like the under eight and a half in this game uh Dustin May has been off to a pretty good start as well one and one with a 1.47 ERA um the Dodgers have actually lost two of his last or two, sorry two of the three starts he's made so far this season just hasn't really gotten the run support he did get it against the Diamondbacks where they did score five for him but other than that it's been one run and then they got shut out by the Giants um in a start that he did make so i am going to side with the Mets here I'll take the Mets money line uh plus 140 in this spot
0: yeah, you've got, you got a little fist bump there. You got an air grab from Dylan when you took the
1: Met. Um
0: Yeah, I didn't um, – the, the Mets against lefties – oh, sorry, the Dodgers against lefties never really got on my radar moving up. So, yeah, that's a, that's a good angle and I like that. Um, okay, so, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we've handicapped the 13 games and it's time to get our locks and dogs out right. I need to establish, everybody, um, am I allowed a dog –
1: at plus one hundred, no, no, no. Actually, yeah, sure. Why not? What
0: if I just lie and yes. say it's
1: plus one hundred five? No one know any different. I mean, if you shopped around, maybe you find a plus one hundred.
0: Yeah, there you go. Hang on a minute. Oh yeah, I've just looked at this book here, and uh, <laughs> oh, there you go. It's a plus Wait, one, plus one hundred seven. Actually, it's I've, I've I've made it up to be bigger than it actually was. Okay, right. I'm happy then. Dylan, you go first. Oh wanker! All right, I'll go. I'll take the. I'll, I'll start with. My, <laughs> I'll start with my
2: dog. I'll take the Mets. I love the stat that uh, Munaf told me about. Dodgers ranked last against lefty. That makes me even better because I do think people aren't giving David Peterson enough credit. I think he is pitching better than a lot of, than the numbers are saying. So give me the Mets here on the road to upset the Braves as my dog. And as my lock, I told you I like uh, the under for the Cardinals and D-backs with Merrill Kelly and Jack Flaherty. First five under as well. Got wins coming in as well. So like that game under. And I also do like the early morning game around 11 a.m. I like the Angels here as well as another lock. So double lock and a dog.
0: Whoa, double lock for Dylan. Uh, Patriots hey. day lock.
1: Munaf, um, what have you got? I have a question for you once we get done with our picks. But, um, okay, do like the sound of that. Uh, for my lock, uh, let me start with my dog here. I'm gonna go with the Rockies run line minus one and a half plus 130. Um, I'm gonna fade Rich Hill here in this spot. I mean, you we all talked about the stats of how bad uh Rich Hill has been to start the season so far, and how bad you know, Mal, you mentioned how bad he's been um in Colorado in his career, so. I think that continues here. I'd like the value here. Kyle Freeland's off to a great start for the Rockies pitching. We've talked about how we like back in the Rockies, especially at home. So, at a minus 1.5 plus 130 price, I think the Rockies can get to the bat – or, sorry, get to Rich Hill early and often. So, I'll take that as my dog. Um, for my lock, I am going to go with – give me the Tampa Bay Rays minus 135 right now. No, I'm sorry. Uh, give me the under um... – Either like the under in the Marlins game or the Marlins money line. I'll take the Marlins money line, minus 135. Jesus Lizardo, uh on the mound for the uh, Marlins. Giants, are they're in a tough spot. I don't think they're going to get this game in in Detroit. I don't think it started yet, so they're going to have to fly down to Miami. But I like what I've seen from Lazardo so far. Miami has improved against left-handed pitching so far this season. I think that continues here for them. Um, give me the minus 135 Marlins on the money line.
0: Uh that rain out is in Captain Celo this victory here. Um, okay, my luck. Um Colorado, this just jumps off the page, like literally it slaps you in the face when you have a look down this card. Minus 125, Kyle Freeland to uh fill in Pittsburgh and uh Rich Hill. And for my dog, plus one oh five, um is the Detroit Tigers. Um, Erod, I can't be bagging Hunter Gaddis at minus 120, man. That's madness. That way, madness lies. Um, so yeah, I'll take Detroit at slightly over even money. Um, okay, Moon, what do you want to ask me.
1: So, you and Barry always mentioned uh, the ladies' menu. What is a ladies' menu? I understand when uh, uh, Captain Sinos saying the ladies' tea, um, on a golf. Oh, okay, game. what's a ladies' menu mean?
0: Ladies' menu. So, if you go out for dinner with Mrs. Moonaf, uh, mm-hmm. so something off the ladies' menu would be like a little side salad, you know, like a little light, okay. a little light lunch. So you're sitting there with a rack of ribs or a T-bone steak or something covered in. I can picture you covered in juice and sauce, and then I can see Mrs. Man you just having a little, you know, a little Caesar salad or something. So ordering off the ladies' menu, yeah,
1: makes sense. Just Is that one? okay?
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> He also accused me of not having my big boy pants on. There's quite a lot of the uh, of the, the British rhetoric getting picked up by the uh, by the locals now because me and Baz will just talk a lot of. Um a lot of shit and Dylan keeps calling me a wanker as well which is fine um, Dylan anything you need to tell us before we go what's the Mets score right now Dylan
2: 1-1 uh, one, one from hold up last time I checked yeah 1-1 one, one, top 6 2 outs no stolen bases yet so it looks oh
0: like that. that's what I was looking for okay yeah. I'm gonna go and watch the last watch um, the last half an hour of that then see if we can get a steal Munaf, um, are you winning the basketball
1: yeah, it's off to a pretty good start today. Uh Lakers covered the spread, but they also won outright. So good start in the basketball for me. We still have three more games tonight, so I'm gonna be watching that uh till late night here.
0: Beautiful, a lovely tight fifty-four minutes. You can tell that Noah is not on tonight's show. We think Noah might have fallen in a hole or on a spike today. So if you do see him in the street, just tell him we're looking for him. Um but yeah, thanks everyone. Thanks um everyone who joined in the comments. Usual place, like, rate, review, thumbs up. All of those things, uh, Dylan, we appreciate it. Moon, I thank you very much. Uh, good luck, everyone, with all your bets, and we'll see you down the road. Cheers.